Welcome to the Axe video series. We're so excited that you're here. Uh, we're going to be each week taking one of the stories in the book of Acts and just reading through it and discussing it with each other and um, just kind of thinking through how do we apply this to our hearts and to our lives. Um, as a church, we're going to be preaching through these stories. And then in the small groups, there will be um, the, the very next story will be discussed. So if you think about the, the book of Acts as 44 individual stories, um, the, the, every other week we're going to be having a different conversation. So uh, story number one will be preached on Sunday. The life groups will be discussing story number two. We'll be sending out this video series Sunday afternoon. Um, so if you want to follow along with the videos and then uh, story number three, we'll be preaching again. Um, so we'll be walking our way through the book of Acts one story at a time. And uh, we're really excited for you to come along on that journey with us. Um, my encouragement to you and to the whole church body is that we all would get in the word, that we would hear from God directly, and that he would speak to us and that we would learn what does it look like to be the church and to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And there's something uh, I think special that God is going to do as we walk through the book of Acts together as, uh, as a family. Um, not only is he going to instruct us on what the church um, was in the book of Acts, what the early church looked like and how it began and some important elements that God was infusing into the early church. But um, one of the things that uh, I, I said um, in the introduction to the series on a Sunday morning is we need something ancient to inform how we move into what God has for us in the future. And so that that's where the book of Acts, I think, is really going to inform not only who we are as the church, but where God is asking us to go moving forward. I'm excited for that. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I think, I think you know, people, when, when, you, when you come to approach something like the, the Bible, this is a big book, you know, when you think about it, but when we break it down into a smaller piece and we just take one book at a time and we start to get, really dive in, I think what we're all going to learn is basically the, how simple it is to just spend some time with God, get into the Word of God, and learn what He has to say. Yeah. And, and I think there's just so much, I mean, there's so much gold, we won't have time to talk about all of it. So these videos will actually be pretty short. We'll read the passage, we'll discuss it um, live, and, and we'll record it, and then we'll share that with you all just to kind of be a primer to get you warmed up and started. Um, in your journey. And I, I, my hope is, is that you get your Bible out and that you start digging into the Word of God yourself and that you begin to learn and listen for what God is showing you. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So since uh, Sunday, you just preached uh, through, um, you know, the, you've, you had the introduction week where you shared a little bit about the ascension. Um, and then you talked through Acts chapter 2, um, where we really see the, the coming of the Holy Spirit and this um, incredible outpouring of, of the message of Jesus Christ and this huge response of thousands of people coming to Christ and it's the birth of the church mm -hmm. and, um, and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And so you just have this huge shift in human history, right, of um, God not only being with us through the person of Jesus Christ, but also indwelling us in the power of the Holy Spirit. And so, it, you know, it's like the people of God now are the temple of God. Yep. And, and so there's this um, incredible shift. All these people have come to Christ and been baptized. 
And that's the context um, for the, the story that we're walking into right here, which is in Acts chapter 3, starting in verse 1. And I'm going to read it. Now, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a man, lame from birth, was being carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple that is called the Beautiful Gate, to ask alms of those entering the temple. Seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked to receive alms. And Peter directed his gaze at him, as did John, and said, Look at us. And he fixed his attention on them, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, I have no silver and gold, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and raised him up, and immediately his feet and ankles were made strong. And leaping up, he stood and began to walk, and entering the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God and recognized him as the one who sat at the beautiful gate of the temple asking for alms. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Mm. So we have this like, not only is God now indwelling his people with power through the Holy Spirit, you know, Jesus' presence with us. Now they're, you know, you actually are not only seeing that entering into the lives of people, but now actually entering into the gates, right? Yes. Into the temple and the miracles walking right next to them as it comes in. And, you know, the expectation is give me some money. But the, the gift is the person of Jesus Christ and his power. And he's healed on the spot. Talk about shocking. And everyone knows who this guy is. Yes. And they would have walked by him every time they go in and out of the temple because he's there daily at the temple gate. The interesting thing about this too is thinking about how many times Jesus himself would have walked by wow. this lame man, Yeah, you know, going in and out of the temple. And Jesus knew his story and he knew, you know, I'm sure the lame man was begging as Jesus walked by. And there's something that's fascinating about you know, just imagining Jesus walking by this man and going, just a little bit longer. You just wait. It's coming. Yeah. You don't know the 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 gift I'm about to give you. Um but it's coming. And yeah. so wait and hold on. And they sometimes these broken things are a doorway. You know, it's like the beautiful gate, right? Yeah. Sometimes these broken things are actually the doorway the timing of which you can't really control, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the, they're the doorway to miracles. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just love how they distinguish so clearly and so simply. I don't because there's what we expect and then there's what we get. And he expected something much smaller. Yep. And I think we do too. Mm. And I think we, there's a lot more that we need to, uh, understand about who Jesus is and what that means and experiencing him and more fully the healing for our lives, the restoration of our own hearts, the transformation of our spirits. Like there is a, a low expectation, I think, um, 
that I think you could say that a lot of people just as they come to church, as they come to the word of God, as they come to, to know the Lord, they come with a very like, See if you can do anything with this. Could I you, don't know. Let's see if you got a good sermon for me, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> got any good morsels, right? You got yeah. any good interesting points that you're going to make this week, you yeah. know, that I can put in my pocket and take home? And and I, I just love, and you're, you've been saying this over and over, it's like I, all, I've, all I've got is Jesus. That's it. That's it. I can't give you more than that. Yeah. Well, and I love, I love the fact that, you know, Peter, he understood that was true of him as well. Like, I I don't have silver and gold to give you. I don't, but I do have Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's the best thing I could possibly give you. Right. You know, and and there's a, there's a level of authority, spiritual authority in that as well. Like, he's he speaks to the man and says, stand up and walk. And he's doing what he saw Jesus modeled for him, but he, he understood that there was, there was spiritual authority, supernatural authority given by the Holy Spirit over the natural realm. Right. And so he's saying, hey, Jesus is all I have, but Jesus is infinitely more than enough and invites him to stand up and walk, and he does. Yeah, and this is Peter who's running away what feels like a minute ago, but I right. mean, it, was, <laughs> right. it was a while back, right? He's running away and denying Christ and freaking out and doing his dramatic things that Peter always does, right? Yep, yep. But like, just, and now all of a sudden we see a oh, very different Peter, right? Like this is a Peter who has, has had breakfast with the risen Christ, mm-hmm. who has received the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's not just, he didn't say, here's what I have. I hung out with Jesus and he taught me these 35 things. And if you go through this workbook with me, then, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you could be his, you know, you could be his follower too, right? He, yeah. He speaks with the exact same authority and power that Jesus did. Yeah. And actually looks at him and says, get up. I mean, that took, that took some faith. Yes. To be able to say, I can do what Jesus did. Yeah. And Jesus told me that I would do greater things than even he did. And I'm going to take him up on that. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, I don't know if that was a I wonder what's going to happen moment for Peter or if he had ter- complete, tremendous confidence or um, but he stepped into it and this guy's jumped up and then jumped around um, all through the temple. So you do see like all these different people mm-hmm. from all these different places coming together, right, um, from all over the world to worship mm-hmm. in Jerusalem. And so you've got every, you know, if different language you can imagine, every different tribe you can imagine, just all converging in one place, just thousands and thousands of people. And they're all going to go to the temple, and that's where they all are. Mm. And now there's this group of Christians that have been set apart with the power of the Holy Spirit, and it's just like, and now he's breaking into the temple with this beautiful, incredible picture of healing and grace and power and the enablement for us to walk in a whole new life. Yeah. The the thing that's always encouraging to me to come back to in reading things like this is these this little group of people that God used to start the church had no um no status, no position of influence, no power in any worldly standard 
no economic authority. Like these, these guys were nobodies. And when the Holy Spirit comes upon them with power, they are transformed. And God does this incredible thing through this little group of people that were willing to be used by God for something incredible. And to me, that's that's encouraging because it's just a reminder of, look what God can do with somebody who just says, I'm willing. Huh. You know, I'm, I'm willing to be used by you. And whatever that means or whatever that looks like and whatever, I mean, because if when you read the rest of the story of, of all of his followers, like it, it was a rough road for these guys. Um, that's putting it mildly. Uh-huh. And yet they just continued in that posture of God I'm I'm willing. I love that. And God did miraculous things in and through them and we're the beneficiaries of that. I have this um thought that keeps coming to my mind that I, I saw this research that was done on memory where when you come to the threshold of a door um and you walk into the room that you're walking into a lot of times you forget why you went in that room. Because in your brain, you have like, you know, you're going into the kitchen, let's say, to get a snack. And then you walk into the kitchen and you're like, why am I in the kitchen? Right? (laughs) Yes. You know? You ever had that experience? Oh, yeah. And at the threshold, you forget. And so what they say is that if you go back to the threshold and stand there, you'll remember. Huh. Because it's your brain has put you now into a different category. You've now walked into a new room. And it's a whole different set of rules, right? Like the, you were thinking about it in there. You weren't thinking about it in this room. That's fascinating. And so you almost can't drag it with you into this new place. And I, I just love that picture. I'm just getting this visual of, 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 you know, you have the entire Old Testament culminating in the resurrection, right, of Jesus. And then his ascension as king. And now you have the entrance now through the beautiful gate, right, mm-hmm. the threshold into the temple. Mm. And you've got just, and what's coming in, jumping up and down behind it is healing and restoration and power. And it's so, um, all of that isn't gone. Yeah. All of that's, you know, now let's remember. Yes. You know, it's like, like this amazing, incredible tr- uh, stepping over over the threshold and remembering all of all the, what's happened and then let's celebrate moving forward. Um, but anyways, this is great conversation. Yep. We don't want to have all the conversations for you. We need you to have a conversation with God. So get in the word, dig into it, talk through these things in in your life group. Um, The life groups will be meeting um, and discussing the stories between the stories. So the the odd numbered stories we'll be preaching and then the the even numbered stories we'll be discussing in the small groups. Um, But you might also just be um, reading through it yourself in in the word of God. And so as you're reading through, take time to, to pause, to be quiet, to remember and to listen for God's voice because God does want to speak to you as you walk through the word with us.